Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey everyone, this is Jessica Bryant. Thank you for joining us today for the Abide Podcast. As we begin our prayer and reading, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. Lord of all power and might, the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of your name, increase in us true religion, nourish us with all goodness, and bring forth in us the fruit of good works. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask that you, Holy Spirit, Draw me and lead me and give me understanding. I ask, Lord, that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Today's reading is from the book of Luke, chapter 2. In those days, a a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinus was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town, And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them at the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at them in their heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. 
And when the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came into the Spirit, into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For mine eyes have seen your salvation, that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is opposed. And a sword will pierce through your own soul too, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phinehal, of the tribe Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, and then as a widow until she was 84. She did not depart from the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. And coming up at that very hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover, and when he was twelve years old, they went up according to custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it, but supposing him to be in the group, they went ahead a day's journey. But then they began to search for him among their relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, searching for him. After three days they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to him. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Of all of the uh, activities and different important pieces of the story of this chapter, the thing that stood out to me the most as I read it through this time was actually a really small verse, verse 46. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When I was reading this verse, um, it really reminded me of what we see in the rest of Jesus's life. He continued on in his ministry, uh, going to temples, uh, talking about the word of the Lord and the scriptures. And those were things that really ignited his passion. He also continued in his manner of listening to people and asking them questions. I don't know statistically um, which is greater, but I know just from reading the words of Jesus and of his teachings that he asked questions so many times of his disciples, and those questions really got to their hearts and revealed in their hearts um, what was actually there. 
And so I just think that this verse is great because it really um, sets the stage and the tone for the rest of Jesus's life. And also there's the verse, you know, let the little children come unto me. And here he is, a little child in the temple coming unto the Lord um, and seeking wisdom from those who are older than him um, and also from the scriptures. And it's easy to think like, well, he just did that because he had the Holy Spirit and he was God, but we also have the Holy Spirit in us. And so I think it's a good thing to ask, are we curious about the scriptures? Are we excited enough to talk about them with people? Um, are we just hungry and thirsty for more of the Lord's word? Um, and so that's a question that I wanted to leave you with today. Are we excited about the scriptures? Are we interested in talking about them with other people? And as we're talking about them with other people, are we praying and asking for wisdom from the Holy Spirit to give us those questions that reach our hearts, but also the hearts of our friends and our coworkers and the people around us that hopefully we're having these conversations with?
Lord, we just ask in conclusion that through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.